time to stop focusing on business problems and start focusing on the growth and leadership of your business. Welcome to The Business Edge with your host, Marsha Zeidel. Learn to create a growth agenda to get your business on the right track and keep it there. Rev up your growth engine with exceptional talent and develop the right kind of leadership to move it forward fast. Now, here is Marsha Zeidel. Welcome to the Business Edge, giving practical advice to entrepreneurs and business leaders on how to take your company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth. I'm Marcia Zeidel, the Smart Moves Coach. Here's a quote from Albert Einstein. He said, people love chopping wood. In this activity, one immediately sees results. As a smart moves coach, I won't help you chop wood, but I will help you make the leadership and business moves to immediately see results. Realize good intentions don't magically lead to good results. What does is your growth agenda, the right roadmap to keep you on track, growth leaders, the right management team to lead the way, and growth engine, the right talent to provide the energy to make it happen. All three are vital for your success. Now, a quick smart moose treat brought to you by Snelling, our valued sponsor. It's time for Marsha's Musings, a tasty morsel of wisdom and wit to take the growing pains out of growth. One size doesn't fit all. Some people like their eggs poached or scrambled or soft-boiled or sunny-side up. Others prefer deviled eggs, an omelet, or a quiche. A key principle of employee motivation is that different people and different groups have different needs and desires. Here are four key management principles that will help you be a more effective growth leader. One, money is not the top motivator. Surprise, surprise. A paycheck may may help people get to sleep at night, but it's not what gets them going in the morning. Yes, compensation is important, but surveys show the majority of the workforce desires other things more. For example, they want to be valued for the work they do. Money alone does not do this. Two, what motivates staff is often different from what motivates managers. When workers were asked to rank a list of motivators from 1 to 10 in order of importance, workers ranked appreciation for a job well done as their top motivator. <clears throat> Supervisors ranked it eighth. How many managers consider appreciating others to be part of their job description and job responsibilities? Not many. They tend to be too busy to notice when staff has done an exceptional job work and to thank them for it. Limited appreciation leads to limited motivation. Three, what is most motivating tends to be relatively easy to do. For example, recognizing a high performer in the company newsletter or website, or have her manager's manager or the business owner call to thank her for a job well done, or leave a voicemail praising her work. These little things add up to a lot. Four, we tend not to focus on employee motivation until it's lost. There are often, many managers are often too busy focusing on what's urgent and forget about it until key employees quit or quarterly targets are not met or customers no longer call. Then management scrambles to figure out what's going on. At this point, fixing the problem is both difficult and time-consuming. So, leaders, continually pay attention to employee morale and engagement. Here's a smart moves tip. You probably have a diverse workforce. You have different employee groups, each with unique needs. Do you know what the key motivators for them are? For example, your frontline workers who deal with the customers every day, your sales force that grows your business in leaps and bounds, support staff that make it come together behind the scenes, professionals who provide the know-how to get the work done, or even your younger workers 
who will develop into the future for your organization. If you do know what motivates them, great. But if you don't or are not sure and want to be more effective as a growth leader and talent manager, then let's talk about motivation zesters and zappers. Contact me at Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com or call 972-380-9181. You're listening to Marcia Zidal, the Smart Moves Coach, making sure you're on the right track and not getting sidetracked in your drive for high performance and profitability. Listeners, here's a Smart Moves question for you. What makes your stay in a hotel great? We've all had good and bad experiences as hotel guests. What's the big difference? My guest today is Paul Barnum, the CEO of Harrow Hospitality Group, and he believes that employee recruitment, training, motivation, and retention are key drivers for customer satisfaction. This is particularly true in the hospitality industry, where employees are often performing tasks that others deem beneath them and yet is essential to a hotel success. How does an employer address these major challenges of motivating and retaining frontline employees? Paul will give us insights from his vast experience on how to engage and keep your best employees, those who make a big difference in customer satisfaction and retention. And he will also comment on the many other challenges businesses are facing today. Welcome, Paul. It's a delight to have you on the show. Thank you, Marsha. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, let's, you know, let's start with a little bit about your background, your experience, and your company, and somewhat of your industry. So uh, tell the listeners a bit about your experience. Well, we, uh, <clears throat> my firm has been in business uh, 25 years in, in about six weeks. Um, so during that period of time, we've, we've focused on hands-on management, um, touching on some of the points that you've already alluded to in your, in your introduction there. Um, we are approved by all the major, the major brands um, that, <clears throat> that everybody would know. Um, we've focused on turning around distressed hotels for a long while, a, a, a significant portion of that 25 years. We were all recently focused on development. But we pride ourselves as being very hands-on, very focused, um, it is a, a business that deals with a perishable inventory, mm-hmm. and we have the opportunity to sell the inventory tonight, but the problem is we, we've got to sell the inventory tonight. And <laughs> so that dynamic keeps, keeps your interest. It certainly has kept my interest for more than, for more than 34 years. So uh, it's a great business to be in. We've seen some major uh, ups and downs during that uh, period of time. We've, uh, we're seeing, fortunately now, some significant... Uh, post-Great Recession gains. Mm-hmm. In fact, this past summer, um, the industry as a whole uh, had the, the most significant uh, room nights generated, more than $320 million, which is the most since 1987 when a company called Smith Travel Research started recording those types of numbers. So people are traveling in large volumes. Our revenues are up. Uh, the forecast is good. Um, and at the same time, the supply of hotel rooms has not been particularly robust uh, through the last several years because of the economy. So the prognosticators are uh, very positive uh, about uh, the future of our business, um, but, it, but it does require that sort of hands-on, uh, detailed approach that, um, that starts with the, with the associates. Right. And so what you're really saying is, and I would imagine it's also applicable to other industries, the hotel business is booming now. Yeah. And so that brings another uh, set of challenges for because for the past what eight years or so, been dealing with recession and filling rooms. Now you have the idea of is there enough rooms out there? So um, you know, would that also be you know the challenges you're facing? Would other industries be facing this as well? Absolutely, I think that the now we are seeing that it's it's difficult to recruit staff. And, and so our focus has always been on uh, recruiting as best we can. We are slow to hire, as, as we say. 
we, we focus on training um, such that we can um, uh, retain folks because we don't want to train folks uh, that are then you know, well, well positioned to go and find a job elsewhere. And then we focus on motivation and, and retention with all sorts of incentives and uh, recognition programs such that we retain our staff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I know you're going to be getting into that in, in the next segment. Um, I, you know, why don't you tell a little bit, because you, you and I have met before, and you're, you know, you're very interesting, I would say, character, and, and that is in a very positive way. Um, you've had about 34 years in the hotel business, but you started out as a charter accountant by training. How in the world did you get from where you started to where you are today? Well, it's interesting. I was, uh, as you mentioned, I, I was in public accounting in the UK, and um, and then went on to be in uh, in commerce. And um, I, I had an opportunity to to grow into a long term relationship with that company in the UK, but but actually saw a, a longer term relationship as being something that I would never actually achieve my goal, and that was basically to see the world at somebody else's expense. And so um, I applied for and was recruited. Uh, into a job as the financial controller for a hotel in Montego Bay, Jamaica, and then went on from there to a couple of other islands in the Caribbean and then came to the United States. Um, and so we've, myself and my team, have been involved in uh, all aspects of the, of the hotel business, all different types of <clears throat> excuse me, facilities, uh, primary, secondary, tertiary locations, golf resorts, um, beachfront resorts, um, suburban, urban hotels, large, full-service, 800-room hotels, all the way down to 50-room little boutique hotels. So we have, uh, we've got a broad form of experience and um, have, have gained along the way uh, the acceptance and approval of the major brands, Marriott, Starwood, Hilton, Intercon. And so we have honed our skills, if you will, but always with the recognition that um, the, the jobs that the folks do on the front line are the most difficult, they're the hardest, uh, and they are the key to our industry. And so okay. we focus so, on, uh, on those folks. Right. So I know you were going to get into the uh, front line because that is really important um, because we've all had experiences, many of us, all of us, I'm sure, who listeners have had experience dealing with the frontline staff. And some of those experiences have been great and some haven't. And I know when it's almost a time for a break, so I know when we come back, you're going to be talking about those frontline employees, also about um, the other challenges of the hospitality industry today. So... It's time for a short break on the Business Edge. I'm Marcia Zidle, your Smart Move Coach, and my guest is Paul Barnum, CEO of the Harrow Hospitality Group. And when we return, we will be talking about employee engagement, employee motivation. So stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidle, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you give us a call. Call us at 1-800-411-6401 or visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's 1-800-411-6401 or or S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G dot com. Have you heard the great news? 
Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's www.snelling.com. S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G.com. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1 866 472 5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to The Business Edge, sponsored by Snelling, connecting the right people with the right work. I'm Marsha Seidel, the Smart Moves Coach. My guest today is Paul Barnum, CEO of Herald Hospitality Group, giving insights and solutions to today's business challenges. And we've been talking about um, the challenges of the hospitality industry and especially about the employee um, engagement, employee motivation. So, uh, Paul, um, why don't you talk a little more about some of these most challenging aspects um, of the hospitality industry today? Well, as I as I mentioned, Marsha, the <clears throat> the staffing and and all aspects of staffing is is probably the most significant challenge. We also have challenges with technology in that it is forever changing, as as every business knows. Availability of debt uh, is another major challenge for us, as is. Um, the brand fusion, as we call it, leading potentially brand confusion uh, and, and rising costs. But in terms of addressing the challenges that we have control over and that we can do something about, um, employee-related are, are probably the most significant. So we focus very much on recruitment, training, motivation, and retention of staff. But we also have a challenge there because of increasing legislation, um, in some cases employee litigation, and obviously there's minimum wage pressure throughout industry today. Right. So um, what, is, um, what is your company doing to address these challenges? Let's just take a, you know, right, what would be the, what would be the, um, uh, the top challenge today, and how are you dealing with it? Well, as I mentioned, with, with regard to staffing, we've, we have over the years created a um, what we call an F1 environment, standing for family first, um, it, with, view, with a view to the uh, retention and motivation of, of our associates, um, we make sure that we are thoroughly aware of who they are, um, what motivates them, as you mentioned at your introduction, and how we can um, <clears throat> create that family that would be prepared to do um, something that's perhaps over and above the call of duty in order to ensure the success of, of the hotel. So one example was going back to the year 2000, we had one of our hotels under a major renovation, 
And obviously, at the same time you do that, you create a lot more dust and dirt. Our executive housekeeper's mother fell ill, um, and um, she came to us and said, I need to attend to my mother, and she actually left the property for three months while we were under major renovation. And what happened was we, we adopted, we, we actually lived by our, our creed, if you will, in that there wasn't anything we couldn't handle. The beauty of that situation was um, the, while the executive housekeeper was out, the assistant housekeeper rose to the occasion, became a very much stronger manager, and, mm-hmm. of course, we, we gained the loyalty of, of both those folks um, as a result. That's a small example. The objective is not to gain the loyalty. The objective is to, to show that, that we all recognize that life is busy, Life is what happens while we're busy making other plans, and that was a classic example of that. Yes, and that also shows <clears throat> that, um, you know, when I referred back to the uh, survey, that the number one motivator was the idea of being valued, of being appreciated, um, and, and this certainly was a way that you showed this housekeeper that she was valued. Um, I must say, you had told me that story, and I was extremely impressed with that. Um, what other ways, you know, you, you talk, um, what, incent- what other incentives or recognitions um, or acknowledgments do, do you have uh, or do you recommend for frontline employees? We have a, a number of uh, tools in our toolkit. Uh, okay. in that regard. Mm-hmm. One, one example is that we, we charge our senior managers in the hotels with the ability to uh, issue either cash or um, a sort of a, 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 a pseudo-cash voucher to any folks that they see within the hotel doing something over and above, uh, again, the call of duty. Another example of that we had at one of our hotels in California, um, some a group of Japanese travelers who had uh, lost or had their passport stolen and mm. that employee spoke Japanese, actually checked out uh, of their of their shift, and uh, and drove the the uh, travelers to the Japanese embassy there in San Francisco, mm. and was able to help them uh, mm. to uh, to get on their way. So we recognize folks instantly. Um, we have impromptu recognition. We may um, <clears throat> the executive team will organize a uh, one such event was the Price is Right. Remember the, t- the TV show? Right, where right. Where we would bring all of the staff together and, and have a 30-minute rah-rah session, which included having uh, $20 bills um, taped to the underside of, of some of the huh. seats in the, in the uh, ballroom and just to get everybody motivated and focused on either celebration or the new goals, those types of things. We actually incentivize everybody in our organization, from the room attendant to clean more rooms in the shift to standard uh, than they would perhaps otherwise, and we, we incentivize them to do that. We incentivize the repairs and maintenance folks to make sure that the uh, rooms are maintained properly and the guest has a problem for <laughs> today, as well as we conserve energy, all the way through the organization so that everybody understands that the, the better they do their job, the more the reward. So that, again, sort of cements the, the camaraderie and the, and the family-first environment. Right, right. And, you know, another thought that I had is that many of these um, <clears throat> uh, frontline uh, workers may be um, earning either the minimum wage or close to the minimum wage. Um, and, and that certainly is a pressure. Uh, how do you keep ahead of the competition? Um, what do you do? I know you talked about setting rewards, but um, a lot of business owners are dealing with the same issue of, I can only pay my staff this much. So what suggestions do you have for them? Well, we have had over the years an, a number of occasions to present to the staff um, pie charts effectively that that show a portion of that pie that relates to their wage and then show them what other amounts are paid on their behalf, whether it's uh, government taxes or medical insurance, um, other bonuses, other benefits. Uh Uh That that also conveys a a perspective of the overall investment that the employer makes in the staff. But over and above that, you know, the, the pride of the work um, the recognition uh, for a job well done, 
the acknowledgement that the work is hard. Uh, we, we had a general manager of one of our hotels challenge the, house, the executive housekeeper saying that the room attendants could clean more rooms. And she said, well, you don't know how difficult it is. And he said, well, you know, I could do it in you know, <laughs> five minutes less. And she said, well, let's see. And so he, he was challenged. And um, the executive housekeeper pitted him against one of her room attendants. And at the end of it, he had a thorough understanding of exactly how hard the work is. And those folks are the front line. You know, if if a guest checks in and the room isn't clean, then that's about the worst thing that can happen uh, in our business. So, you know, those those additional recognition uh, tools are, to my mind, critical. Um, you know, you've got to align folks with the same goals. You have to be completely open with them and communicate. If we're doing well, let's celebrate. If we're not doing so well, let's communicate that we all need to be working towards a common goal. You know, Ritz-Carlton has a, um, has a, has a motto, and their motto is, ladies and gentlemen serving ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yes. And in our business, the, 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 the business of service is often looked down upon, but... Um, I mean, we we have to recognize that those folks are the front line. They are the ones that, that, that do the hardest work. And it's all very well to be in a in an executive role, but if it weren't for those folks doing their work on a daily basis, a lot of which is hard, then um, a lot of us wouldn't be employed. So there is there is a pride in that work, and there's a need to be a celebration. A lot of great things happen in hotels. There's lots of, you know, parties and events yes, yes. And, and training and meetings, and so it's a, a fairly positive environment, and uh, we need to make it like that for our staff as well. Well, that, you know, um, that's what I find is so um, interesting about uh, what the hotel, the hospitality industry does, and certainly can be uh, um, done in other industries as well. And then there's one other thing. We have about two minutes left. And in my notes, you talked about open kimono, mm. if, if I pronounce that right. What does that mean? We, um, we've. In the 25 years we've, uh, we've, we've had this company, um, we've, we've adopted an open kimono approach. And for us, it, that means we will share with you the good, the bad, and the ugly. And that, that, is, ah. that goes across all stakeholders. So it's ownership, it's employees. Um, we want everybody to, we want to be in an environment where uh, everybody is um, forthright and truthful. And, um, and from that point of view, we're, we're not going to hide uh, hide things that others need to know. So we, we go out of our way to make sure that um, that everybody, that we are we are keen on communication, we are keen on making sure that we, that we uh, let everybody know where we are, and if there is bad news to share, then, then let's share it. Let's not hide it. And I think that is an extremely important uh, uh, management philosophy, which is... I know um, I had done some work at a GM plant many years ago in Southern California, and uh, the workers told me they heard about a layoff uh, on the television that management had not said anything to them. And, of course, there was a lot of dissatisfaction. So the uh, kimono, kimono, is that how you pronounce it, Um, really counteracts that. It is let's share, let's be truthful, let's be transparent with our our staff, and when they know when they know what's going on, they're more likely to be motivated to to deal with whatever challenges we have. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. So it is time for a short break on the business edge. I'm Marcia Zidel, your Smart Moves Coach, and my guest today is Paul Barnum, CEO of the Harrow Hospitality Group. Uh, when we return, Paul is going to talk more about. Um, the you know w- what to look at in terms of your industry and what the future holds for businesses. So stay tuned. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. 
Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you give us a call. Call us at 1-800-411-6401 or visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's 1-800-411-6401 or S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G.com. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to The Business Edge, sponsored by Snelling, connecting the right people with the right work. I'm Marcia Zidal, your Smart Moves Coach. My guest is Paul Barnum, CEO of Harrow Hospitality Group, giving insights and solutions to today's business challenges. And during the last segment, uh, Paul got into several of the challenges that um, the hospitality industry is facing today uh, that can be relevant to those of you who are business owners, even in uh, other industries. And there was one challenge that he did not get to. So, Paul, why don't you talk a bit about that? Thank you. One of the, uh, one of the major challenges that, that all businesses uh, are facing now is that, that of increased uh, legislation. Mm-hmm. We, um, we have uh, a, a number of ways to approach that. Um, obviously, every business needs to do their best to keep up to date with um, with, with changing uh, changing laws. Um, we we have approached that in a few ways. One of which is that we employ attorneys on a preventive basis. Um, mm-hmm. Our attorneys are involved with us along the way. We communicate with them regularly, such that there are no surprises in terms of how our business is moving when it comes to any potential issues. Um, we, we always take an approach that if, in, in, particularly in regard to employee issues, if we've, if we've done something wrong, uh, obviously we don't do anything wrong intentionally, but if we found to have done something wrong or not, not complied with the law um, in, in any small way, uh, we go out of our way to correct it. Uh, we find that builds, uh, obviously, significant employee loyalty, but at the same time, we... We are, we are in business and we want to recognize the folks and, and pay, pay the folks what they're entitled to earn. So we go overboard. On the other, on the other hand, when uh, along the way in the last 25 years, we've had a couple of occasions where we've been accused of doing things that we haven't done. Um, <laughs> we, have, we have never adopted a posture of, uh, of paying people off uh, and folding. We, mm-hmm. Again, we, we believe on an open kimono basis, be true to yourself and uh, be prepared to, uh, to, to fight for, for who you are and, and what you represent because, um, again, if you do something wrong, fix it, and if you don't, then you should be prepared to, uh, to defend yourself. I think that's, you know, three really good points um, and that, that you do need to be aware of the changing legislation because if you're not, you can get into trouble. So, moving on... Um, Let's now look to the future. And um, how do you see your industry and your company in the um, next five years? 
What are some of the things that you'll be dealing with? We know from an industry perspective, we are increasingly embracing technology, especially mobile. Mm-hmm. We, we see, uh, as a result of that, increasing costs of ownership uh, in, in needing to keep up with the competition. You know, years ago, uh, when I first got into the hotel business in the 1980s, um, the conversation in terms of in-room amenities was, do we have a bottle of shampoo and a bottle of conditioner? Um, now it's, you know, do we have a 42-inch uh, high-definition television or a 47-inch high-definition television? And so the cost differential, you know, $1.25 for that shampoo bottle versus $800 for a television. Wow. That's where we as an industry are going. There's an increased expectation of, a, of an experience within a guest room, uh, basically an, uh, uh, all the way through the, uh, the, the, the various market segments of our business, um, from budget hotels all the way through to luxury, there's an increasing need for the experience. And um, so that, that is begun, going to be um, probably even more of an issue for us in the future, that of uh, amenity creep. And obviously social media. Social media is a revolution that, that we've had to address, as most businesses have. And so it's much easier to get guest feedback, um, whether it's the good, the bad, or, or the ugly, right. Uh, right. And, and, have to, um, and have to address that. Well, you know, I'm sorry. Well, let me just say, because I wanted to piggyback on what you said about the experience, there was a book a number of years ago called The uh, Experience Economy, and it was written from that point of view. Uh, Your patrons, your customers, your guests want to have an experience, and that is part of what they're paying you for. So certainly in the hotel uh, uh, business, uh, it is an experience. Um, so I'm glad, you know, you talked about that differential from the 125 for shampoo to $800 TV. So it's going to be it's going to be costly, but I guess it's very necessary. Is that what you're saying? Yes, it is, because, uh, again, we we need to differentiate ourselves from the competition. And part of that is is by virtue of the amenities and the experience that we that we provide. You know, I mean, every pretty much every hotel room has a bed and a shower. Right. Um, but but how do we uh, provide an experience for that guest that fits in with that guest? And those experiences are becoming more and more customized as the as the preferences of guests are able to be communicated, particularly through mobile mobile technology. Right. Right. So, so right. We are able then to react to it, and it's the burden is on us to do so, and um, and that's how we can enjoy you know the success going forward. And you had another thought that you were you were about to say, and and um, I wanted to just highlight the uh, the experience. So um, continue with what you were saying. Well, I was, in terms of the the next five years, from our company's perspective, we right. we mm-hmm. are continuing to develop hotels. Um, we we are focused on the the top tier brands, and uh, so in in that five years, we would we we aim to do that. We'll continue to do what we're doing, which is focused hands-on management, because in our business, and I think like most businesses, if you if you take your eye off the ball even for a day, uh, and our business is very much about what did we do today, because tomorrow mm-hmm. we have to do it again, mm-hmm. and so uh, that's that's our um, that's our goal, and and then you know continue to to provide uh, uh, you know good long-term employment to associates who want to be part of. Uh, Part of our company and, and enjoy the uh, the benefits of those labors. And now, um, given that what the future challenges are, um, how are you going to? You talked a bit about it, but can you talk a little more of how are you combating um, the uh, consumer overloads, the social media function, um, things like that? What are you doing to combat these uh, these challenges that other industries can learn from? Well, you're exactly right. Consumer overload, I mean, I, I think everybody would echo that uh, you never have enough time in the day to, to address, you know, all the emails and other communications that you receive. And so there's a challenge in getting your point or your product out uh, and recognized um, by the market. Social media is obviously a major focus in go- going forward. How do we uh, address that in a way that, again, is not just adding to the burden of the volume of, of information that's out there. So over and above the, um, the experience, uh, which is going to be very much more of, of the focus in our business, 
Um, obviously, there, there's a concern for overdevelopment historically. Once the economy has, in the last several cycles, has, has rebounded, then development gets going, and that, um, and that then negatively affects um, the existing hotels. We've got some brands that are uh, bringing out even more and more sub-brands that are, that are getting to, to be a little bit more of a um, confusion out there in, in the markets. But again, for us, it's it's the retention and recruitment of staff. That's that's our main focus because um, in some areas it's almost impossible to recruit folks that will do uh, the service levels, uh, room attendance, and so forth. Um, and you know, I don't think the answer is necessarily what some are some folks are employing in terms of minimum wage. You know, we hear of restaurants in in Oakland that are uh, forbidding tipping. In the restaurant, and they're actually uh, installing a mandatory 20% service charge wow. um, because they're having to pay $15. That's the minimum wage in in the city, <laughs> as I <laughs> believe it. And so they are uh, adding a surcharge, and the difference is that the surcharge can then be distributed as the restaurant owners um, would would desire. But I don't know. Is that the way of the future? My concern would be that um, you know you're almost dissuading um, excellent service. Uh, because if I'm going to get a 20% gratuity either way, right. then, um, then what's my motivation? So I think that those, you know, experience uh, of the guest, uh, that's the feel-good. That's the differentiator. Because as I said, there is there's a room uh, in all these hotels, each of which has a bed and a shower. So you have to, um, you have to work on what, what sets you apart. And this gets back to really um, the, the theme for this uh, uh, show, which is the idea of the employee um, recruitment, employee uh, motivation, employee uh, retention, that, that even from the frontline staff up, it seems to me that that is where you can differentiate yourself from others with your staff. Um, would you like to talk a little bit about that? We have about two minutes more. Well, uh- one a statistic uh, that that was generated several years ago now was that the to replace an hourly paid employee uh, would cost uh, any any given hotel in in our business four thousand dollars. Now that's in terms of lost um, lost time, overtime mm-hmm. paid to others that would replace that position, the retraining of a new associate, and so forth. And so that's why one of the reasons why when we looked at the the business as a whole. It was our determination. We would much rather have those long-term employees who then right. we we do regular training. We have daily training, daily stand-up training. We will have mm-hmm. A, mm-hmm. a training uh, issue focus of the day that the uh, executive team gather and discuss, and then each of the department heads discuss with their with their team members. So that way, everybody uh, keeps their skills um, sharp, um, and at the same time. Um, knows that what they do, because there's pride in that position, knows what they do is important to the to the overall goals. They understand what the goals are, and they understand what the what the rewards are for for those um, for those extra efforts. You know, we we look at incentives, and we, we we say they have to be they have to comprise of three component parts. One is they need to be understandable. How is mm-hmm. it going to get that incentive? Mm-hmm. Number two, it needs to be meaningful. You don't just mm-hmm. give somebody a mm-hmm. couple of dollars for something that's right. significant. And the third is that it needs to be achievable. There's no point in setting a, 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 an incentive goal out there that nobody gets to because that becomes a disincentive. So right. again, it's all focused on let's, let's get a team together that, that we know are reliable, that we can actually um, address the ups and downs of this business. Right. And so it goes back to one size doesn't fit all. And your people are your most important assets. So it's time for a quick break. Uh, When we come back, uh, Paul is going to talk about those key things that he would like you to remember about this interview, as well as how to contact him. So stay tuned. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. 
Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's www.snelling.com. S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at SmartMovesCoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to The Business Edge, sponsored by Snelling, connecting the right people with the right work. I'm Marsha Zidal, your Smart Moves Coach. And my guest today is Paul Barnum, CEO of Harrell Hospitality Group. And he's been giving us insights and solutions to today's business challenges. And there was so much that Paul talked about, but I'm I would like Paul to just say what are the top three things you would want listeners to remember um, that would be helpful to them. I, I, mean, I think all all three of these, uh, Marsha, really revolve around um, interaction with staff. I mean, I think that my number one is would be to treat the staff with the respect they deserve. Mm. That includes um, keeping open communications, not only with the staff, but also all other stakeholders with the customers and and ownership. And the third thing I would say is keep a daily focus on the business at hand. We, as in the hotel business, because we have the inventory to sell literally every day, unlike some other forms of commercial real estate, we are just that focused. But that's an aspect where... To my mind, that's the only way to drive a business forward, and that is to be focused on a daily basis on the business at hand. Right. And so the three things that you said resonate with me um, in what I've done uh, as a coach and a consultant to many uh, different uh, uh, companies and many different industries. Um, treat staff with respect. Oh, I, you know, totally uh, agree with that. Have open communication with with your staff, with your customers, with your suppliers, and then keep a daily focus on your business. You, yeah, in, whether you're in the hotel business or some other business, keep a focus and know what your your initiatives are and and how and the execution of that on a daily basis. So, Paul, I want to thank you so much for. Uh, This very insightful um, interview, I've learned a lot about the hospitality industry, um, which we all are part of. We, uh, we, we stay at hotels, we go to resorts, we, this is part of our experience um, as customers and as guests. So, um, Paul, I, if people want to contact you, um, how can they do that? And um, just tell them a little bit more about the, uh, uh, your company. Well, thank you, Marsha. But before I do that, again, I very much appreciate the opportunity to talk to you, and um, I, I do um, like what you do. And um, this has been uh, this has been an interesting experience. 
Um, best way to contact me is uh, through email, which is p barham b a r h a m at harrell h a r r e l l hospitality dot com. Our website is www.harrellhospitality.com. And we're also very active on LinkedIn. Uh, we're part of a uh, group called Hospitality Masters International. There are some incredible resources there. Um, we're part of a uh, business catalysts network <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that's, that's run by a very good friend of both yours and mine, uh, Dennis Patoko. And we have, um, we've enjoyed uh, some significant business um, access to some good business information uh, by being part of that network. So I'd invite anybody that is uh, interested to uh, reach out to me. I'm, I would love to communicate with you. And uh, failing that, um, at least see what we're doing on, uh, on LinkedIn. And again, Marsha, thank you very much. You're welcome. And I want to put a plug. It's biz, B-I-Z-C-A-T-A-L-Y-S-T dot com. Uh, both Paul and I uh, contribute to uh, the many posts there. And it is a great resource, whatever business or industry you're in. So, listeners, next week's program is Making the Leap, Navigating the Transition from Employee to Small Business Owner. My guest is Paul Brashier, who spent 23 years as as an executive in finance and accounting. Two years ago, he decided to pursue a long-held dream to be a business owner and acquired Snelling's Huntsville-based franchise. Although accustomed to wearing many hats from his prior roles, managing a business required him to take his talents to a whole new level. Tune in Wednesday, November 5th at 11 Pacific, 2 Eastern, and learn how Paul navigated this transition as well as the excitement and challenges of business ownership. Now, here's your final smart moves tip. Make sure the customer is at the heart of your business. As everyone, that means the front line, the support staff, the sales force, and all the managers, are they focused on delivering outstanding customer experience every single day? If not, then let's talk about the customer experience program that connects your customers and your people to build the four R's of business success, better reputation, retention, referrals, and revenue. Contact me at Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com or 972-380-9181. I'll end with my favorite quote. There are three kinds of people in this world. Those who make it happen, those who let it happen, those who ask, what happened? Which one are you? If you're highly motivated to make it happen, let me help you make it happen. As a smart moves coach, let me show you how. Remember, good intentions, even with a good plan, don't magically lead to good results. What does is focused action, alignment, and accountability. Thank you for listening to The Business Edge. This is Marcia Seidel, your Smart Moves executive coach and speaker, helping entrepreneurs and business leaders take their company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth, innovate, improve, ignite, or die, make smart moves. Thank you. You've been listening to The Business Edge with Marsha Zeidel. Please join us again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And enjoy taking your business to the next level. 